choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DiBasquale. After a car wreck, we'll fight to get you all the money you deserve, and you don't pay us a dime unless we win your case. If you've been hurt, call me. I've got this. 816-888-7500. Mike's got this. All right, let's go ahead and bring in GoPowerCat.com's Ryan Wallace. And here we are, last week of the regular season. Uh, we've talked with Coach Stahlbomber and uh, Coach Oric, and they both have expressed the fact that it could be just it might be easier to pull a name out of a hat when it comes to the seating <laughs> to know who you're going to play. It's going to be right up until the end. And um, and Mick Schaefer and I joke that uh, hopefully Keisha and not, I'm not trying to be down on Keisha. Hopefully they get their math. Correct. We had an issue with some math a few years ago. That didn't. That there were some changes. I, I woke up to something new on Saturday um, on the Keisha bracket. But uh, as you look at this last week, you know, there's some games out there. You got a Gardner Anderson team coming off a loss against a free state team coming off a loss. You got two teams that were undefeated seven days ago yeah. who are not <laughs> now yeah. and not wanting to go two losses in a row and, and really kind of drop down the bracket. This is These are big games for both these teams. This is one of those huge weeks because, you know, on 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 one side of the coin, it's kind of like, well, you know, at, at the end of the day, yeah, the, I mean, you want these games, but next week is is when it really starts, right? Mm-hmm. But as coach can probably attest to, these are huge games because, you know, you can you can propel off of this final game, especially, you know, some of these key games, like you look at Blue Valley Southwest and Aquinas, you know, if you're Blue Valley Southwest and you're coming off your final regular season game beating Aquinas, you're you're really rolling in to the bracket play, right? I mean, they're already a confident group for everything that they've put together this season. But you end up finishing second in the EKL uh, by beating Aquinas in the last week. That's one example of a team that, you know, I, I feel like you can either kind of back your way into the playoffs with a loss this week, especially on, you know, de- how the game is determined. Or you can really roll into a week, again, regardless of record, you can really roll into week one of the playoffs thinking a little bit better about yourself and kind of rallying the roster a little bit. Well, I think you're absolutely correct. I I have a question for you. On the east side of the state, in the things that you've seen, what team is playing better now than what you expected them to play seven weeks ago when we started? Oh, that's a a good one. Um, I, uh, I I expected Olathe North to be strong again. I don't know if I expected them to be heading into the last game of the regular season six and one. Um, I, that was a team that obviously you know they they lost Caden Butler, um, which from a recruiting standpoint that was a name I knew and and I think he was on he would have been on course to have kind of a breakout year for them and he would have been uh, a, a real a real vertical threat that I think that that offense has lacked for a little bit. And so when I heard that he was going to be transferring out of state, um, I, I wouldn't have told you that I anticipated them to be six and one with a chance to finish the year seven and one, uh, potentially beating a, a really good free state team. Nobody really anticipated free state to be where they are either. Uh, and I think this week will kind of determine, you know, what kind of team they are heading into bracket play. So uh, they're one. Um, and then, you know, if I had to pick another one, um, I'm not sure that I expected guys Spring Hill to be six and one overall going into the final week again of regular season play, uh, unblemished in Frontier League standing. So they're a team that, again, you know, they had a, a strong year last year, 
I I wasn't anticipating them to be equally strong, if arguably Dion better yeah. in 2023. This graduated year. a bunch of good kids last year. <laughs> right, right. That's a that's a good Broncos team too, Coach. Well, and not only that, did they graduate? I learned uh, last week on a tweet after they beat Fort Scott that Coach Feedback is old enough to have a I didn't to have a son who's coaching at Fort Scott now. <laughs> wow. I was like, good on him. I, I thought I thought Coach Feedback was a little younger than that. But uh no, they are a team, you know, Colt McCann's, you know, they've they've ridden him. Defensively, they've been solid. They that's that shows you what Coach Feedback has done there with that program that they can graduate a lot of good players. And you've seen it at, at places like Lewisburg and, and places like that. They graduate good players and they go on, and that's a good matchup. That's one of our Remax big three games. Well, that, that's what week. I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say, Dion. That's another one of those games where neither one of these teams is is used to losing. <laughs> they, they haven't lost in the Frontier League. Um, if you look at Lewisburg, what they're unblemished on the season, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you either go into bracket play if you're Lewisburg trying to bounce back from your only loss of the year or even spring hill if you if you lose this one again you kind of go into bracket play in a way you're like okay wipe that one off the slate but you know for you know 15 to 18 year olds that's easier said than done well and they both could be number one seeds with the win right i mean either right. one could be not both i mean it's be tougher to be number one seed uh if, with the loss but you know we talk about and these are some th- these these games in the sunflower league the well, Lathan north free state those are two one loss teams so one of them is going to have a second loss and drop down, which brings them into play with the Olathe East and Olathe South and Gardner. Olathe South can score at will. Um, they they're kind of a crazy team. You don't know what you're going to get. Right. If you're if you're Olathe South, if you beat Gardner, that brings Gardner into the two loss situation, right. along with Olathe East and some teams like that. I mean that there are some games that could swing some seeds big time in the Sunflower League and in the EKL. And in the, you've got all these UKC games like Baser and um, – Yeah, Baser DeSoto, sure. Baser DeSoto that could swing things. It's it's a it's a year that, you know, you always have some games that are head-to-head in class that affect seeding. This year we've got games that aren't in class that are head-to-head that are going to affect everybody's seeding. Uh, there's going to be a lot of – I mean, I always like to try and – you know, dummy my bracket up ahead of time. So it saves me, I don't know, three minutes, four minutes of typing <laughs> it up to see how correct I am kind of bracketology wise a little bit. I don't even know if I'm going to do that this year Yeah, because oh, you can, I, I may be moving people all over the place. Well, and, that and kind of way on I, I want to go eight. back. I want to go back to the sunflower league real quick. And, and, and it's not exactly what coach was asking, but in a way it goes back to the question that coach was asking in the sense of kind of uh, maybe a team that, we expected to be strong, but also a team that's peaking at the right time. Olathe East, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about this team preseason. They come out and get their doors blown off against Olathe North in the season opener. Uh, and I'm sure that's one that if you played it now would be different. And then uh, would probably love to have Free State again yeah. because the team they only lost by 10 against on the road. And it, again, neither one of those losses look that bad now. But you start looking at Olathe East after what they did at Gardner last week. Um, they're a team that has now not lost since the middle of September yeah. and they've got a winnable game this week against Shawnee Mission Northwest. That's a dangerous six and two team, presumably six and two heading into the six, eight East bracket. I can't wait to look at these brackets because Dion, you mentioned it to me. I think it was a week or two ago. Uh, this is one of those years you're, you're going to have some strong teams get ousted week yeah. one. Yeah. It's, I think it's six, eight. That's, that's going to happen this year. There's going to be some teams that get ousted. Olathe East is a 
going to have a five-game winning streak if they win against Shawnee Mission Northwest. And that's always a good feeling when you've won five in a row going into the playoffs. You feel good about yourself. No that's doubt. a lot better than being three and two or two and three. Yeah, definitely. It's it's going to be a good. Well, Ryan, I know you you still don't know where you're going this week. So as of taping, we'll we'll <laughs> let you off the hook. But uh, playoffs are next week, and it should be a good one. And uh, looking forward to chatting with you again next week. Yeah, it's starting to get exciting, guys. Thank you.